Well, good evening from Imperial, Missouri at Windsor High School, home of the Windsor Owls. We're at Jack M. Cronin Memorial Stadium for the 2-6 matchup and semifinals. Class 5, District 1, the Festus Tigers and the North County Raiders. He's Sean Malone. I'm Jared Pettis. Lizette McClanahan back at the studio producing our broadcast today and what should be a good contest. The Festus Tigers on the year. They are 22-8 and at the 2-seed. North County 10-8 and and they are the 6-seed. They had to beat the 3-seed Cape Central to get here. Festus beat Farmington to move on to the semifinals and the winner will play the Windsor Owls on Monday in the championship game back here at this field. Good evening. It is broadcast game number 330 on the season and the Boyden Associates first pitch is coming up. Boyden Associates turning complicated matters into simple concepts. John Boyd with Boyden Associates has been bringing accounting integrity, character, client focus and dedication to our local community for 20 years and again we'll recap that starting lineup for the North County Raiders. It's Kikek, Smith, Kreps, Huff, Pipkin, Exton Jr., Brewster, Metter, and Mullins. And the fielding alignment for Festus in the outfield, Husky, Nolan, Gross. Around the horn on the infield, Montgomery, Bates, Cunningham, Shermer. The battery today is Tyler Bizzle behind the plate. Ian Brown is the starting pitcher for the Tigers. He is 3-0 with a 2.25 ERA and a 161 whip. He's got a fastball, curveball, and changeup, and his top speed touches 82 miles per hour on that Fastball. Umpiring crew today, Charlie Underwood in the field. Mike Maris calling the balls and strikes behind home plate. And with more to get you started, here's Cooper Kikak to lead things off for the North County Raiders. Sean, this should be a really, really good contest. Now I'm excited for this. North County playing on fire of late and against the Festus Ball Club, that's a very, very good team. But as Farmington has shown, they're vulnerable. Farmington couldn't quite beat them. We'll see what North County's got in store. Festus wearing the black uniforms with the gray pants. The wording is just on the chest, and it's a block F in that classic baseball font. The first pitch brought to you by Boyden Associates. Slapped the other way by Cooper Kikek and foul into the parking lot. And that one nearly got a big red truck out there. It just missed it. 0-1-1 count as that first pitch brought to you by Boyden Associates. John Boyd with Boyden Associates turning complicated matters into simple concepts. The 0-1 make it 1-1 as that one missed outside from Ian Brown. And uh, North County wearing the blue uniform with the white NC interlocked on the heart of the jersey. Kikek slaps this one the other way again, and that one is foul as well. And out of play, one and two down the third baseline. Kikek the lefty, he's the right fielder today for North County. The Raiders debuted these jerseys in 2016 when they won their first district championship uh, in the tenure of Chris McLean. 1-2, pitch popped up, foul in foul territory, third base side. Montgomery comes over to get it in front of his dugout and puts it away, one out. Well, Cooper Kikak choked way up on the bat that time, and I think that's why it was the same result as before when he fouled them off, but being choked up that far, you're not going to get as strong a swing on the ball, and he just popped it up. This time it stayed within the ballpark and was an easy out. Now to bring up Job Smith, the shortstop. He's the righty, the first pitch to him. On the outside part of the plate for a strike. Ian Brown, the left-handed pitcher. And again, those jerseys for Festus, the black uniforms, lettering and numbering. Gold, or black rather, trimmed in gold with a double gold stripe. And this pitch won't count as the umpire is not ready. A double gold stripe around the base of the sleeves. Sharp uniforms, gray pants with a piping down the side of it of black. North County with the white pants, no piping, blue socks. The 0-1 to Smith, check swing, but it's low for a ball. One and one. Smith, the shortstop this year, 26 hits from the right side, a little bit in on the plate, the one one. That one a little bit low and away, two balls, one strike. 
Ian Brown, a lefty on the mound. So if North County can get some base runners against him, I'm curious how that plays into their aggressive style of play. I imagine Coach Montgomery and the Festus Tigers have talked at length about keeping an eye on the North County base runners, especially when they're on first base and you're a lefty. The 2-1 missed a little bit outside, 3-1. and one. Smith back to the box. Brown ready to go. They'll wind up the pitch. That one's high, ball four, and North County does get that first base runner, Sean. Let's see what they do with a speedy Job Smith. Well, especially Smith, you know, a great athlete in the last contest against the, uh, the Cape Central Tigers. He walked twice, had a steal in that ball game. North County is a team at five total steals. Kreps stands in, betting in the third spot. He's the third baseman, a homer on the season, leading the team with 22 RBI, batting 315 with a little bit of an open stance and one betting glove on on the bottom of the bat, his left hand, first pitch swinging high hopper down the third base line, but foul. It'll be 0 and 1 to Krebs. Joe Smith this year on the base path. A couple of stolen bags. Getting a huge lead over there at first base, Sean. He might be going on any movement. The 0-1, slide step pitch home, and a swing and a miss as Krebs chased one low, make it 0-2. And Sean, just by the look of Job Smith's lead, they're going Stanford 5 today. First movement back to the bag, then get that secondary. Five steps, get a huge lead because you can get back safely no matter what, and now a step off from Ian Brown. And that's something that North County started with Chris McLean his second year, my senior year, 2017, Sean. And now an even bigger lead from Job Smith. Sticks out his tongue as well while facing the pitcher, Brown. The 0-2 hit to center field. Brady Nolan to his left, settles underneath it, two away, and that'll hold Job Smith over there at first base for Zane Huff to come up with two outs. Kreps was our Little Caesars Pizza Pizza player of the game last time we saw the North County Raiders and their win over the Cape Central Tigers. And good to see him turning things around here at the end of the season after a really tough stretch through the conference tournament. He was 0-3 against Fredericktown against the Valley Catholic Warriors in a game where North County put up eight runs. He was 0-3 in that one as well. Finally came through with a hit against the Central Rebels, went 1-4 in that ball game, but has been picking things back up since then. How about this guy, though, Zane Huff? He's been crushing the baseball this year for North County. 500 average. He's ahead in the count, 1-0 and after the first one missed a little bit low. Job Smith, again, that huge lead. I wouldn't, and stepping off is Ian Brown. I was just about to say, why not put him in motion here? Another big lead. Set goes Brown at the mound. The pitch, way outside. That'll get to the backstop, and that will allow Smith to move up to second as he rounds the bag hard, and that'll be a wild pitch, make it 2-0. and but that does open up first base and on deck the pitcher Tyler Pipkin and a 2-0 count to the lefty Zane Huff. Brown works to the set. The pitch. Swing and a miss. A heavy hack by Zane Huff on the inside part of the plate. Just swung underneath it. 2-1. and one. Brown quickly working set again. The 2-1 pitch. Outside. Ball three. That one missed about a Baseball length outside of the plate. So a 3-1 count. The pitch from Brown to Huff. On the ground, first base side, played by Shermer. He'll quickly get to the bag, touch it, and that'll do it for the top of the first inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, and a runner left stranded for the Raiders. Festus, their first time at the dish. Coming up on the bottom of the first, 1-2-3. Brady Nolan, Jeremiah Cunningham, Hayden Bates in a Class 5 District 1 semifinal on KFMO.
If you slipped into the habit of spending a lazy evening in front of the TV, there's nothing to watch on television. Try the Bullpen Sports Grill in Lettington for an evening of fun, the tastiest food, and sports on one of their big screens. Challenge your family to shooting some hoops, clearing the pool table, or testing your quickness with one of the video games in the arcade at the Bullpen. You'll find something for everyone, including daily specials and events. There's only one way to play in the Bullpen, and that's at the Bullpen Sports Grill, 1500 East Main Street in Lettington. Banking with people like you, Unico Bank. We are happy to support all of the area's athletes and are proud to be a part of high school sports. Banking with people like you, Unico Bank. High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by Shelter Insurance Agent Scott Haggerty in Park Hills, Kilster Mary Lee in Chester, Illinois, your local Plaza Tire Service, Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge, and Graphic Options in Farmington. Bottom of the first inning, Festus, their starting lineup, brought to you by Shelter Insurance. It's Brady Nolan, the center fielder, following him up the second baseman, Jeremiah Cunningham, then the shortstop batting third, Hayden Bates, the catcher batting cleanup, Tyler Bizzle, batting in the fifth spot, his protection, the first baseman, Mason Shermer, then it's the third baseman, Braden Montgomery, followed by the right fielder, Jackson Gross, batting eighth, the DH, Cole Skaggs, he's batting for the pitcher, and the left fielder rounds out the order, that's Wyatt Husky. Jeff Montgomery is the head coach of the Festus Tigers, his club 22-8, and eight. it's Nolan Cunningham, Bates, Bizzle, Shermer, Montgomery, Gross, Skaggs, Husky, and Sean has the fielding alignment for the North County Raiders. Well, your outfield, Zane Huff is in left, Grant Mullins in center with Cooper Kekek in right field. Around the horn on the infield, it's Trenton Krebs at third, Job Smith is at short, Tim Xtam Jr. at second with Brian Brewster at first. Behind the dish, Zach Metter, and on the mound, it's Tyler Pipkin getting the start this evening for the North County Raiders under their second-year head coach, Jake Dunsey, coming in with a record of 10-8 and overall on the season. Shelter Insurance brings you those starting lineups. Shelter Insurance, proud to be a part of high school sports. Your local Shelter Insurance agents, we're your shield, we're your shelter. Dave and Scott Haggerty in Park Hills and J.J. Vickers Insurance Agency in Bonterre. As we get set for the first pitch of the first inning, the bottom portion of it, the home half, Festus batting, and the righty, Brady, no- Brady Nolan, stands in. And he takes a first pitch at the knees, called a strike by home plate umpire Mike Maris. And the bottom of the first is underway. Pipkin, 2-1 and one on the season, 5-10 ERA, 2-0-1 whip. Fastball, curveball, changeup, shakes off the first sign, likes the second, the 0-1. That one missed a little bit high and outside, Sean. And that one looked like a changeup from my vantage point. I want to see Pipkin get a quick first inning here. I know that's a tall ask, a quick work in the first inning against a ball club like Festus. I know Pickman's capable of doing it. Knuckle shot to the shortstop. Job Smith on a couple of hops. Fires to first to Brewster, and they throw out Brady Nolan. One away. Quick one out on and three pitches. There you go. Quick one out. And I want a quick inning from him just because I want to see him get himself into a rhythm. You saw him against Fredericktown in the regular season. I saw him against Fredericktown in the postseason, and he just never looked comfortable in any of those games. It looked like he was or you know, just really struggling. You know, he allowed a run in the first inning against the Fredericktown Black Cats. I, I want to see him just settle in early on in the ball game, develop some rhythm, and be able to build off of that as opposed to putting himself in a hole early. And the first pitch to Cunningham is a ball with the curveball that missed in the dirt. The 1-0. Fouled off to the netting and a good pitch on the inside part of the plate. Cunningham just fouled it off. He was underneath it. 1-1. One one. Going back to that game against Fredericktown in the regular season before the conference tournament when uh, 
Tyler Pipkin got the start with the 1-1 count. The pitch. Missing low and outside. 2-1 and one to Cunningham. He has walked 14 times this season. We'll see if we can get you those stats momentarily. With a 2-1 count, working from the windup, Pipkin the pitch. High for ball three. Jeremiah Cunningham's not someone you want to put on base. I said during our, the quarterfinal matchup, I like Metter a lot, especially as a fielder behind the dish, but I think I like Jeremiah Cunningham as a runner a little bit more. That guy's got some serious speed. The 3-1 in there for a strike, and the count works full to Cunningham. And with a full count, you can expect a hitter to do some damage here or at least get on base the majority of the time. The payoff pitch. Strike three, called. They got him. First strikeout of the game for either side. The first for Tyler Pipkin. And the strikeouts are courtesy of Complete Vision Care, offering quality eye care, premium eyewear, and a customized visual solution for every patient. Locations in Lettington and Festus. That was a really nice pitch in the inside part of the plate. Even if Jeremiah Cunningham swung on it, best thing he's open for is fight it off foul, stay alive for another pitch. Hayden Bates, first pitch swing and ripped foul down the third base line. Strike one. The 0-1 from Pipkin. Inside, that nearly got a piece of Bates. He had to be backed off the plate. One ball, one strike. The 0-1, uh, the 1-1, rather, high for ball two. In that first inning against Fredericktown, Sean, Tyler Pipkin allowed two runs. That was in the game before the conference tournament. Here's one popped sky high to left field. The left fielder is Huff. He'll come in and get it now. Calling him off, Job Smith. He has to fall to a knee and put it away. So there's your quick one, two, three inning from Tyler Pipkin. Sean, we head to the second. Nothing, nothing the score. And it'll be six, seven, eight, uh, Baker Pardon, five, six, seven, due up for North County when we return on AM 1240 KFMO, the Parkland Sports Leader. McCary Auto Body Supply, your PPG distributor for the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown auto body businesses. Because these business owners were your classmates, they're your neighbors, your fellow church members, and their kids attend school with your kids. Support those who help support your community for years, like American Metal and Mineral Point, offering full collision and classic restoration over 100 years of combined experience. American Metal also gives glass replacement and chip repair, paintless dent removal, and a lifetime warranty on their work. Voted best body shop in the parkland in 2018, American Metal and Collision is located on Business Park Drive in Mineral Point. And if you're looking for name recognition, look no further than Brad Wooten with Brad Wooten Auto Body. Located in the beautiful Arcadia Valley, Brad Wooten has a 10,000 square foot state-of-the-art facility with factory trained technicians and loaner cars on site. It's Brad Wooten Auto Body located at 401 North Main Street in Ironton. LeCarrie Auto Body, your PPG distributor in the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown repair shops. Graphic Options is our area's custom t-shirt and apparel manufacturer. Located at 120 West Pine in Farmington, Graphic Options offers a wide selection of options, including vinyl, screen print, embroidery, and more. Graphic Options in Farmington, a proud sponsor of high school sports. 
Gilster Mary Lee Corporation is hiring owner-operators for a growing and busy fleet at their Southeast Missouri facility. Drivers will pull Gilster Mary Lee trailers. Owner-operators are paid all miles at $1.85 per mile plus $11.50 per hour for downtime and drivers are given weekly settlements. Loads consist of no-touch freight and round-trip dispatch so drivers can be home each week. Keep busy all year round in return after each load. Call Mike Welker at 800-851-5371. That's 800-851-5371. Second inning, Tyler Pipkin, followed by Tim Exton Jr. and Brian Brewster. And Pipkin is behind 0-1, swinging at the first pitch. The 0-1 as Brown works quickly, and Pipkin fouls it off quickly 0-2 to him. Pipkin has an opportunity to really help his own cause here. It's a scoreless ball game, as I mentioned. Like seeing him have a quick 1-2-3 frame in the top of the first inning. The 0-2, swing and a miss. Pipkin down on strikes. First strikeout for Ian Brown. Strikeouts again. Brought to you by Complete Vision Care, the ideal choice for your routine exams and anything regarding your eye care since 1966. Locations in Lettington and Festus. Well, power versus power. Brown fastball upstairs to Tyler Pipkin, who tried to turn on it. Advantage Brown. He beat him on that fastball. Pipkin, in hindsight, probably should have laid off of that one. Even with how tall he is, that probably would have been called a ball. And that brings up Tim Exton Jr., the second baseman. He takes ball one low. And this will be pitch number 22 for Ian Brown. As he lay, as uh, Exton Jr. rather laces this one down the first base side, just past the field umpire Charlie Underwood and in foul territory, one ball, one strike. Just past him is underselling it. Charlie Underwood almost had his ear taken off as he leaned out of the way of that one. One out. And a 1-1 count. The pitch to Exton Jr. Swings and chases one low, 1-2. One Exton Jr. batting 224 this year with 11 hits. But it's not really what, it, what he can do with his bat for this team as he fouls this one off to stay alive. It's what he's been able to do this season with his arm, Sean, from the mound. Well, his arm in the field as well. When Job Smith comes into the game to pitch, he slides over to the shortstop position. Um, he's just been a really solid piece for North County as a sophomore. There's a lot of young guys on this North County squad. Pipkin, also a sophomore. Metter, a freshman. You got you know J- Zane Huff, who will be back next year as a junior. This is a North County ball club that they're graduating a lot. Top three in the order is going to be gone. You're losing Brewster, who's on deck. Mullins, your starting center fielder. But they're bringing a lot of talented pieces back. The 2-2, swing and a miss. Sexton Jr. chases one high, and there is out number two. Back-to-back strikeouts for Ian Brown. And there's two away, and that'll bring up the first baseman, Brian Brewster. Brewster wears jersey number 23 for North County. Those numbers and letters on the North County jersey, white trimmed in gold on the blue tops. Blue socks, white pants, blue belt. And blue helmets as well. Brewster a righty against the lefty Ian Brown from the windup. The first pitch of the at-bat, high for a ball. Just above the letters of Brewster's jersey. And he stands back in, ahead in the count, 1-0. And Brown ready to go. The, the 1-0, he thought he was going to be ready to go, but the home plate umpire Mike Mara said, nope, not on my watch. Now we're ready to go. Brown, the pitch. Swing and a miss from Brewster on the fastball, 1-1, one and, one, and Brewster didn't really look set in the box on that swing, kind of instead of stepping towards the ball, stepped away from it, the 1-1. Does it again, reaches for one outside, 1-2. and two. He's got kind of a closed stance, but... 
It looks like he's just deciding too late with that step even, you know, and then the swing is trying to follow up after that. There it is again. The one, two, strike three. Brewster down on strikes. Brown strikes at the side, and let's see if that can ignite the Festus offense. Three outs in that inning. That means we send you to the bottom of the second. It'll be four, five, six, two up for the Festus Tigers when we come back. Nothing, nothing through an inning and a half on the Parkland Sports Leader KFMO. You know Mineral Area Overhead Door has sold and installed garage doors and openers since 1978, but we also have windows, patio covers, screen rooms, and more. Check out our beautiful showroom on Highway 67 in Farmington or visit MineralAreaDoor.com. Need a hinge, cable, remote? Yeah, we've got that. Mineral Area Door has a huge inventory of parts for your convenience. Call 431-6123 or visit our website at MineralAreaDoor.com. Serving you since 1978. Hey guys, Cody Newkirk here, Car Smart of Jackson and Farmington, Missouri. One great website, www.thinkcarsmart.com. That's www.thinkcarsmart.com. Almost 100 vehicles in stock offering makes and models and financing for almost everyone. Shop 24-7 at www.thinkcarsmart.com and pick out your next vehicle. So when you're in the market for a car, think smart, think car smart. We're buying a car isn't rocket science. Ozarks Federal Savings and Loans mobility app allows you to bank right from your smartphone or tablet. Just download the Ozarks Federal mobility app in your app store. With mobility, you can deposit checks remotely, check your account balances, transfer funds between accounts, pay bills online, and more. Ozarks Federal mobility app, a convenient way to bank from anywhere. To find out more, go to OFSL.bank or call one of our knowledgeable account specialists. Ozarks Federal, the homeowner's bank. Always loyal, always local. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by Wade's Automotive in Farmington, Prairie Farms Dairies in Park Hills, Sam Sism Ford Lincoln in Park Hills, Missouri Baptist University in Farmington, and Weems Insurance Agency in Farmington. Bottom of the second inning, leading things off, Tyler Bizzle, and he's hit by the first pitch right on the hands, and so there will be the first base runner for the Festus Tigers, and that will bring up the first baseman, Mason Shermer. And we will get a courtesy runner over there at first base, and it will be... Henry Rue is going to run over at first base, the senior for the Festus Tigers. And so Shermer up with one on and nobody out after one pitch in the inning. That was pitch number 14 of the game for Pipkin. And so it'll be Mason Shermer, the lefty. He's got one homer this season, 32 RBI, 12 extra base hits, Sean. So you got to be careful with him, especially with this more shallower field that we've seen around uh, high school baseball fields as a whole. 300 to the corners, 350 to straightaway center. It's a flat wall. They will get the out at first base, though, as that hard ground ball on a hop was played off the chest of Brewster into foul territory. He had time to go get it and stepped on the bag, so three unassisted, and that'll move up Rue to second base, running for Bizzle. So a runner now in scoring position with one out. I know that Brewster's probably going to say that he should have made that play and had the chance to turn two. I still like that play for him at the end of the day because he didn't do anything too drastic. You know, he still got the secure out at first base, I, I wouldn't have liked the idea of trying to throw over to second and seeing if you can get Henry Rue. You risk throwing it away. That's potentially going to give Rue third base. Just eat it. Do exactly what you did there. I'm with you, Sean. I only throw over in that situation if I played it cleanly yep. and I'm not worried about stepping on the bag and I just want to get the lead runner. Yep. 
especially early on in this game. It's an 0-1 count as the pitch was a strike to Braden Montgomery. Then he'll launch this one in the air, but on the infield, Trenton Kreps, the third baseman, settles underneath it, then has to come back into fair territory and puts it away. So after the hit batter, four pitches, uh, three pitches rather, and two outs. So we send you to Jackson Gross, the right fielder, batting in the seventh spot with the runner at second and two away. Sun is setting, and that could be problematic really for just the right side of the infield, particularly Cooper Kikek in right field if he has to field a liner coming his way. Pipkin from the stretch comes set, peeks into home plate, the pitch high and away for a ball. He could almost work that one as a pitch out if the runner was going, but he's not, obviously. Rue stays at second. We mentioned the uh, outfield wall here, 300 down the lines and 350 to dead center. The 1-0 way out in front of that curveball is gross. One ball, one strike as he swings at one in the turf pellets. An all-turf field here, similar to that of Festus High School. A 1-1 count. Pipkin set. With two outs in the inning, the pitch fouled off to the netting, 1-2. and two. And Tyler Pipkin has really, really worked well today. And, I mean, we're only an inning and two-thirds into the, his pitching performance, but he's just been attacking hitters. And now the catcher, Zach Matter, will go talk things over with him, looking for that put-away pitch against the right fielder, Jackson Gross. Especially in this inning. I mean, in the first inning, he was a little above 50% for strikes, but in this inning, he's only thrown seven pitches, but five of them have found the zone. He really, in this inning in particular, has been in attack mode, and it's paid off for him so far. Pipkin set the 1-2. That one hops to the plate, scoots away, gets off the netting, the throw down the third, the tag... Not in time, but Kikak, or I beg your pardon, Kreps thinks they got him. And the fielding umpire, Charlie Underwood, says, no, you didn't. They're arguing that Rue overslid the bag, and Kreps maintained the tag the entire time. Rue did overslide, but I don't know if you ever actually lost third base. And now the umpire and crew are going to get together. But are going to discuss this one, but I think, I think he overslid it, but I think he kept his fingers on. Even if he didn't, there's no way the home plate umpire would have been able to see that. It was on the far side of the third base bag. It will be scored as a wild pitch, moving Rue up to third base. And so a 2-2 count as Jackson Gross, with the runner 90 feet away, could put his team up by a run. A 2-2 count. Pipkin set. Peeks at the runner at third base. That's Rue. The pitch with a slide step. And that nearly got a piece of the batter. Gross, it gets to the backstop, but Rue not moving up, and a full count. I think everyone thought it got a piece of him because Pipkin was a little late to break in off the mound, and the mound actually came up a little bit, so now they put it back to where it is. It's a portable mound that they've got here, so it's one that you wheel out onto the field and place down. Not your traditional pile of dirt like you got at most other ballparks. 3-2 count, Pipkin. To Gross, the pitch. Swing and a miss. He got him. Gross looks to the sky for answers, but it's strike three and out number three and strikeout number two for Tyler Pipkin. We've played two full. Nothing, nothing. We head to the third inning. The third, fourth, and fifth as we head to the middle portion of this game. Nothing, nothing on KFMO. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, proudly serving the Parkland's eye care needs since 1966. We would like to thank you for voting Complete Vision Care as the best eye doctor of the Parkland five years in a row. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, the ideal choice. Growing up, my parents always encouraged me to do what's right, even if it wasn't easy. I'd always hear my mother's voice say, do the right thing. That stuck with me. 
every day just do the right thing. That's it. The rest takes care of itself. At Shelter Insurance, we believe in doing the right thing for our customers and our communities. Find the award-winning service you need with the Haggerty Agency in Park Hills. At Missouri Baptist University, students experience more than higher education. It's more than degrees and more than meaningful relationships. It's about transformation. The outlook you'll leave with will bring light to darkness and set the foundation to become the person you've always wanted, your best. MBU is the place to build character as well as earning potential. Learn more at mobap.edu. To learn more about how you can join us this summer, call 573-431-9700 or visit us at our Farmington Regional Learning Center. High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by the Riverside Grill in Park Hills, Ledco Community Credit Union in Farmington and Park Hills, the St. Francis County Community Partnership in Farmington, Culver's in Farmington, and Edward Jones agents Josh Brown in Farmington and Allison Cannon in Park Hills. Fourth County batting here in the top of the third inning. Zach Metter, Grant Mullins, and Cooper Kikek. And for the third, fourth, and fifth, here is Sean Malone. Jared Pettis, thank you very much. Ian Brown, the lefty. Delivers an over-the-top fastball. That misses upstairs to Metter. Count is 1-0 in a scoreless ball game between Festus and North County. Winner moves on to the championship to take on the host, Windsor Owls. That's a strike dropped in by Ian Brown. And we're all even at one ball, one strike. Metter favoring the third base side of the mound, says the lefty. Delivers a pitch, working quickly. Low and away, that one misses for a ball. Two balls, one strike. I like this approach from Zach Metter. Don't swing unless you have one in there. The 2-1. Off the plate, but got enough of it to be called a strike. That's a good take from Metter. I don't think he could have done anything with that fastball on the outside part. Brown working quickly, not really giving Metter a chance to think about it. There's a fastball that's going to beat Metter for the strikeout. That's four straight, Sean, and four in the game for Ian Brown. All of them swinging as well from Brown. He has been lights out these past few batters against the lower half of the order. For the North County Raiders, and here comes the end of that lower half. It's Grant Mullins, the nine-hitter. Strikeouts brought to you by Complete Vision Care, voted best eye doctor of the Parkland five years in a row. Complete Vision Care, the ideal choice. The Mullins also digs into the left-handed batter's box against the opposing lefty, Ian Brown. Bunt shown. It's a pretty decent one up the first baseline if it stays fair, but it does not. Rolls its way into foul territory. <laughs> and the catcher, wanted, the catcher, Sean, wanted the umpire to call a foul ball. Yeah, you did. The umpire wouldn't call it until he picked it up. The ball was just sitting there in foul territory. And Cooper Kekak, good on him for being Johnny on the spot and paying attention. He was signaling, stay, stay at first base to his base runner. Obviously, the ball wasn't going anywhere at that point. But still, you don't want to come off known. the bag. Yeah. Leo one, bunt again, whiffing on it is Grant Mullins. And he's behind in the count, 0-2. That was one of those bunts for the first strike that was one of those beautiful bunts that just won't stay fair. There's, yep. You could do that 20 times, and the way it was bouncing, it won't stay fair. It, it's a shame because it was a really good one. The 0-2. Swing and a miss. Grant Mullins down on strikes. Fifth strikeout in a row from Ian Brown. All of them swinging, and here comes Cooper Kikak to the plate to try to end that streak and potentially reach base safely. He had a good approach in that first inning, but uh, popped out. Kikek takes one upstairs for a ball, 1-0. Yeah, I mean, he was just slicing him off foul, trying to poke something the other way, and 
you know, eventually couldn't foul it off anymore, especially with how high he choked up on the bat. I mean, he didn't choke up just a little bit. His hands might have been off the tape on the bat. He was up that high. Takes one low and way away for a ball. 2-0 goes your count. Don't want to put Cooper Kikak on. And we talk about the speed the North County Raiders have. You can't talk about Cooper Kikak without talking about his speed. He had two steals in the quarterfinal victory over the Cape Central Tigers, and he's going to bloop one into left field for a two-out single. Cooper Kikak is on, and here comes Job Smith to the plate, his fellow senior. Sean, that's the first hit for either side on this one. These pitchers today, they have been effective, and that by Cooper Kikak breaks the string of five straight strikeouts by, by Ian Brown. Let's see if that can start a rally for North County. North County certainly hopes it will, as Job Smith will dig into the right-handed batter's box, and Cooper Kikak dancing around with a little head shake between first and second base. Ian Brown not paying any mind to him, drops in a first pitch strike to Job Smith. Well, I think with two outs, Sean, you don't worry about the runner over there in Kikak. You let him steal second and third even if he can. Pitch inside. Worrying about the runner at first is Tyler Bizzle behind the plate, but Cooper Kikak is back in time. Missed on the inside part of the plate to Job Smith, and we're at an even one ball, one strike. Now I say don't worry about him. I meant Ian Brown. Yeah. Let him take those bags if you don't have a catcher that can throw him out. The 1-1. Swing and a miss. Job Smith with a powerful swing, but he's out in front of the off-speed pitch from Brown, and Brown ahead, one and two. The pitch. Upstairs, taking for a ball. Two balls, two strikes, your count to Job Smith. I think if you're Smith, you got to expand your strike zone a little bit here with the runner on base. The 2-2. Takes one on the inside part of the plate for a ball. Runner goes, and an awkward slide into second, and it's not going to matter. It was strike three. Or was it an no, out it was second? An out over there at second, I believe. The umpire at home never made the signal. Yeah, he didn't signal, but everyone kind of acted like they were coming off the field before the signal came from the umpire. And, yeah, out at second base is Cooper Kikek on ball three on the inside part of the plate to Job Smith. So that's going to end the top of the third inning. We're still scoreless as we head to the bottom of the third. It's the North County Raiders and the Festus Tigers all tied up in the Class 5 District 1 semifinals of the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. How do you struck out in the car game? Strike one, you've had credit problems in the past. Strike two, you hate the car you're driving. Strike three, it costs too much to maintain. Call that old car out today. Hey, this is David Sism from Samson Ford Lincoln, home with a lifetime warranty. Call that old car out and hit a home run at Samson Ford today. Don't go car shopping and get pushed into a high mileage used car you don't actually want. Drive off in a new or newer car with a lifetime warranty and get back on the road. We will go to bat and help you get approved so you can hit a home run. Have you been sitting in the bench because of bad credit? Get in the game. Bankruptcy and bad credit? Okay. My credit approval process will help you get back in the game and driving a new or newer car you love. Come see us, your home team dealer, since 1937, and get a new or newer car with a lifetime warranty, regardless of your credit. Don't get pushed around. We work extra innings for you. Visit us at Samson Ford Lincoln now. See us online at SamsonFord.com or call 431-3177. Requires bank approval. Negative equity may be refinanced. See dealer for details. To everyone who needs a little delight in their day, let our team member Paul tell you about one of our favorite sweet treats. Making special moments at mealtime is a tradition in Wisconsin. And what better way to sweeten your day than a Culver's creamy, fresh frozen custard and your favorite mix-ins? We handcraft every concrete mixer exactly the way you like. From caramel to your favorite candies like Butterfinger. Come to Culver's and let us make your day a little bit sweeter. From Wisconsin with love, welcome to Delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. 
Well, the Festus Tigers, similar to the North County Raiders a half inning ago, will see 8, 9, and 1 come to the plate. It's Cole Skaggs to lead things off his first time up, and he fouls this one out of play on the first base side. Count is 0-1. Sean, I'd like to correct us. Broadcaster 0, game, and umpire 1. Mm-hmm. That was strike 3 called at home plate. That's why there was a late signal at second base on the stolen base attempt by Cooper Kikek. The 0-1. Upstairs, missing for a ball. Because I was... I, I thought Cooper Kikak was going to be safe at second base. Oh, me too. He got a, we he got was, the late <laughs> out call at second base as well because it was kind of a weird slide into second to avoid the tag, and I thought he had done it successfully, but we didn't see much of a uh, you know complaint from Cooper Kikak or a disagreement with the umpire trying to talk with him afterwards. And the reason being, didn't matter what Cooper Kikak did. He could have came all the way around. Job Smith <laughs> was out at home for out number three. Oh, and that's going to... Hit the tricep of Cole Skaggs on his left lead arm. And he's hit by a pitch. He'll take first base. He's going to wear that one. And this is an important time for a double play, Sean. You don't want to have two runners on with the top of the order coming up. In North County, with the infield that they've got of Exton at short, Smith Smith at short, excuse me, Exton at second, and Brewster at first, they have the capabilities to pull that off. We'll see if they do. Pipkin sets the belt. The pitch. Bunt popped up behind us out of play. Count is 0-1 to Wyatt Husky. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, what? Hey, they might have called him out for stepping on the bait on home plate, Sean. Wow, oh, they did. Wow, so one away in the inning. That's huge. Interesting signal or interesting situation now as there's one away in the inning. And Fouled back. You don't see that called very often, especially on a, a bun attempt. Yeah, you, you almost never see that. No. Everyone was confused here at the ballpark, trying to wonder why he was going back to the dugout. Pitch misses on the inside part of the plate to Brady Nolan, who's up now after the first pitch strike. So we're at an even one and one. No double play, but you do get the one out. You still got Skaggs at first. The 1-1. Inside part of the plate misses to Nolan. Two balls and a strike. Sorry, Sean. Nolan grounded out to the shortstop in the first. If you could get that here, it'd be an easy double play. Pipkin from the stretch to the 2-1. Dropped in for a strike, and Nolan doesn't like it, but that inside pitch on both sides has been called a strike all ball game. Don't think my word for it. Just ask Job Smith. That's how the previous half inning ended. The 2-2 from Tyler Pipkin. Hard hit grounder, but foul up the third baseline. The count remains the same. Jeremiah Cunningham awaiting his turn on deck. He will come to the plate shy of a double play. It's always interesting on foul balls when pitchers get new balls from the umpire. It's almost like they have to examine it to make sure it's the one they want. That's what Pipkin did that right there as he was making his way down. Throw over to first, dive back head first is Skaggs. He's safe, especially at the high school level. I always find that funny because it's it's the same balls that just keep getting rotated back <laughs> in. Like you, you ever watch what happens with the baseball if you're at a game? When they throw it you know, back to the catcher because they want a new one, he hands it to the umpire. What does the umpire do? Sticks it in his pocket. 
off the plate, and it's going to miss for a ball. Count is full, three and two, with only one out. Skaggs at first, not guaranteed to get a head start over there. We'll see if they send him anyway. Sean, sometimes the umpires won't even look. Sometimes they'll just take it, put it right in. It, yeah. It, it, I don't care how it feels, the umpires. <laughs> They're not the ones throwing it 70, 80, yeah. maybe even 90 miles per hour at the high school level. They're at most tossing it back to the pitcher themselves if it was fought off foul. Count remains full of three and two as Brady Nolan fights it off foul. Tyler Pipkin, only a sophomore, so he's only allowed up to 95 pitches, but don't forget Job Smith is available. That was the 35th pitch of the ball game delivered by Pipkin. The 3-2. Hard chopper towards second. They go to second base for one. Job Smith is there covering the bag. He will not throw on to first. It's a fielder's choice, 4-6. Brady Nolan safe at first, but Cole Skaggs, the lead man, is out at second base. I like that play. At least get the lead man. It was a tough developing one to get to. I don't think they would have had a shot at first base, Sean. No, Job Smith, as great an athlete as he is, like you said, just too slow developing of a play, especially to get a guy like Brady Nolan. Maybe if it's someone who isn't quite as fast as Nolan, you have it play at first, but no real chance there. First pitch misses for a ball to Jeremiah Cunningham. Pops out of the glove of Zach Metter, but not far enough to warrant Brady Nolan taking off at first base. He's got a big lead over there, though. We'll see if he takes off at some point during this at-bat. I was just about to say, we haven't seen the run game yet for Festus. The 1-0, low and inside, missing for a ball, 2-0. They haven't tested... Zach Metter, but they haven't had a lot of base runners. The runner over there at first base, Nolan, just their third. Two-two runner goes, or two-zero, excuse me. Gonna miss nonetheless. Three and zero, your count. Jeremiah Cunningham with Hayden Bates awaiting his turn on deck. There it was on cue, Sean, the stolen bag. I think if Metter could have corralled that one cleanly, they might have had a chance, but Nolan had a really good jump. Look to second from Pipkin with the runner there now. The 3-0. Get me over strike delivered to the batter, Jeremiah Cunningham, 3-1. Pipkin with another long look to second. Turns and fires the pitch. Popped up high in the air, right field. Cooper Kekak drifts back to his left towards the line, and he's got it for the third and final out. And that's going to do it for the bottom half of inning number three. Well, the Festus Tigers get a runner to second. Not much more than that. No runs, no hits, no errors to speak of otherwise. And no score through three innings of play. We head to the fourth. This inning break brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sansegra and Farmington and Jonathan Stephan in the load. Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of high school sports on KFMO. Call me, financial advisor Allison Douglas-Kinnon at 573-431-2220 for all of your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. Get to Willett Home Furnishings in Bonterre for the guaranteed lowest price on Ashley Furniture. Stop in and let us show you our huge showroom of beautiful Ashley Furniture and home accents for every room in your home. Choose from Ashley living rooms, bedrooms, dining rooms, or dens. You name the room and we'll show you an enormous selection with our lowest price guarantee. If you find a lower price, we'll match it or beat it guaranteed. Ask us about interest-free financing and free delivery. Ashley Furniture in style and in reach at Willett Home Furnishings, Berry Road, Bonterre. 
Hi folks, John Robinson, Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter just announced big incentives on trucks. 2023 half-ton Laramies, 10% off. So if it's a $70,000 truck, the rebate is $7,000, and that's before we even discount it. 23 Bighorns, rebates up to $6,000 or 2.9% financing. And if it's not on our lot, we can order it for you and price protect those incentives. Order the truck, get the rebate when it comes in, get the financing when it comes in. Come see us, Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Farmington. High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by LeCarry Auto Body, your PPG distributor in the Parkland, Ozark Federal Savings and Loan in Farmington, Boyden Associates in Farmington, and the Kimber Monroe Law Office in Farmington. Both teams matching each other thus far, scoreless through three innings complete. And the top of the fourth begins with a swinging strike. Trent Krebs count is 0-1. And Brown working quickly, sees one lined in the left field, and there's a diving play made by Wyatt Husky in left to rob Trenton Kreps of a single. That was a tough play. It was lined to left field. Husky was coming on. It was sinking low and away from him, and he dove for it and had to get that low just to even make a play on it, let alone reach it. One, Sean, that was a good break by Wyatt Husky on that ball, hit to him on a line that was sinking. Two, that's one of those, if you don't dive, it's probably going past you how low it is. I don't know if you can get it by reaching down to your uh, toes. That's it. He would have to completely alter his angle early on in the approach to it to try to cut it off and prevent it from getting past him for an extra base hit. So you kind of, once you commit to taking that angle, you've got no choice but to dive at it. A strike to Zane Huff. Count is 0-1. As he takes a ball on the outside part of the plate, one ball, one strike. Zane Huff, his last time up, grounded out to the first baseman, Mason Shermer. The 1-1. Inside part of the plate, that will back up Zane Huff, 2-1. That's a good take by Huff. That one just missed by probably half an inch, I'd say, Sean. The 2-1. There's another good take, Sean. I don't know if I could have been in that situation taken. I mean, they're close. That one inside especially when we've seen the inside pitch called favorably. And now a ball loose on the field. Is that a tennis ball? Looks like it. Just gets and Shermer just launches Shermer. that one, man. Across <laughs> the street almost. Holy moly. <laughs> Mason Shermer seems like a funny kid. I didn't get to chat with him long as there's a swing and a miss from Zane Huff. Count is full three and two with one out. But when I was doing the game the other day, he was the starting pitcher. And while warming up after I had spoken with Jeff Montgomery, there's a swing and a miss, strike three. And that on the ball game is the seventh strikeout from Ian Brown so far. And there are two down at the top of the fourth. After speaking with Coach Montgomery, I'm walking past the bullpen for Festus, and Shermer, unprompted, turns to me and says, I got a one-hitter for you today. Well, it wasn't a one-hitter, it was a three-hitter. But it was a really nice performance, but, you know. And I did tell him that I'm going to bring that up on the air the moment you allow (laughs) a second hit in the ballgame, and I did. But he pitched a good game against a red-hot Farmington ball club to pitch his team to where they are right now in the semifinals of the district tournament. Hit in the air, center field. Brady Nolan barely has to move to his right, and he snags it. For out number three in what becomes a 1-2-3 top of the fourth inning for Ian Brown and the Festus Tigers. Three and a half innings complete. We head to the bottom of the fourth inning. Festus with Bates, Bizzle, and Shermer. You up next. Searching for our first run of the ball game here on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. 
Whether you're in pursuit of a transferable degree or need training to jumpstart a great career, your future starts at Mineral Area College. Max tuition is affordable, substantially less than a university, and we're close to home with locations in Park Hills, Fredericktown, Potosi, and Perryville. Interested in online classes? We offer those, too. We've been creating student success stories since 1922. There's no better time to start yours. Apply online at mineralarea.edu. Think you can't afford life insurance? Think again. You might be surprised at how affordable it can be. 80% of Americans overestimate the cost of life insurance. Maybe it's time to swap a few small expenses for some big peace of mind. Life insurance can protect what matters most, and it's the right thing to do. Talk to American Family Insurance today. American Family Insurance. Come by and see me, Bill Bess, your American Family Insurance agent, located at 907 East Main in Park Hills. For more than 115 years, Belgrade State Bank has been neighbors helping neighbors. It's how we do business, and it's what sets us apart, shaping every decision we make, from supporting local causes to helping businesses and families succeed. Our checking and savings accounts, mortgages, personal and business loans, and financial planning help people reach their goals and live their dreams. It makes all the difference. Belgrade State Bank, a wise place to do business since 1906, member FDIC. High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by American Family Insurance Agent Harry Peterson in Farmington, Bryant Restoration in Bonterre, Mineral Area Overhead Door in Park Hills, and CarSmart of Farmington. Well, similarly for the Festus Tigers, 3, 4, and 5 will come to the plate. North County had the same situation in the top half of this fourth inning. And we'll see if Festus can have the same result or something else. First pitch strike delivered to Hayden Bates in this scoreless affair. Count is 0-1. Tyler Pipkin, this is definitely the best game I've seen from him so far. The 0-1 pitch popped up high in the air. Shallow right field. The second baseman, XDM Jr. on the run. It kicks off the heel of his glove and rolls into foul territory. Pushing for second base and in there with the feet first slide is Hayden Bates. How are you putting that down, I'm Jared? gonna. I, I know it's tough. That's a tough play to make, but it was in the air for a long time. I'm giving him an error. I, I'm giving him an error also just because Bates is on second base. Yeah, had he stopped at first, I probably wouldn't have given it to him, but that's a t- it's a tough play to make. He had to go a long way yeah. from... He was playing the, the pool. Of his glove yeah, too. he got there, too, and it was in the air for a long, long time, Sean. First pitch swinging, pulled on the left side to the shortstop, Smith. He's got a hurry to get the throw across the diamond for the speedy catch at Tyler Bizzle, and too far in the hole to do anything with. That's an infield single, and there's runners at the corners, nobody out in the bottom of the fourth inning with Mason Shermer coming to the plate. Still not even sure if that tennis ball he launched out of the ballpark has landed yet. It definitely has not. That thing's orbiting, Sean. It'll be back here in a couple hours. No, but two two pitches ago, I was just about to say, this is a big inning for Festus with the heart of their order coming up. And in two pitches, they've got two on and nobody out. Well, we saw the Windsor Owls in the top of the fifth inning in the semifinal contest. Load the bases against the Hillsborough Hawks. Hillsborough was able to escape that danger unscathed. And in a similar situation, North County looking for much of the same. Nobody out in the bottom of the fourth inning with runners at the corners. Five, six, and seven. Shermer, Montgomery, and Gross do up. Blooped into right field over the head of Tim Exdam Jr. for a base hit. Bates will score easily. It's an RBI single for Shermer, and Festus strikes first, one nothing. they lead. Well, they've seen something they've liked from Pipkin. 
four pitches in the inning. On two of them, there was one popped up, not good contact. But then Bizzle with that, uh, I wouldn't say hard hit single, but he saw something he liked and could do something with it. And then Shermer right there just knuckled that one into right field. That was just a tough break by Exton Jr. I don't think he would have got to it had he gone back a couple steps even. Yeah, they're swinging early on him, and they're finding success. And here's another first pitch swinging. Skied on the infield. Brian Bruce through the first baseman is there as the infield fly is called. And there's one out in the bottom of the fourth inning. And now Pipkin just needs to settle down. That's a good one pitch out. Now you're two outs away from getting out of this one. Just take a deep breath on the mound and, and throw strikes. It's a one nothing ball game. Listen, if you lose a one nothing ball game, you can't be upset about that as a pitcher because you're you not winning well. scoring zero. Right. It's not, on, it's not on you at that point. Lights are on here at Imperial High School. As this pitch is fought back foul. Count is 0-1 to Jackson Gross. Strikeout swinging his most recent time up. Pipkin steps off the mound after drawing set at the belt. I think time was called at the plate by Gross. It's a one nothing ball game. Festus, courtesy of an RBI single from Mason Shermer. And Pipkin will now turn towards second. No one is there covering. Bizzle will dive back head first. Sean, how often do you think we see that pickoff move that we just saw work where you kind of act like you're pitching and then turn back to second? Not often, That's but 5%, I, think it's, maybe. I think it's more just to mess with the runner at second. Ooh, that was almost a balk, Sean. They, they do, do call, call it. Yep. They call it a balk. And it comes from the home plate umpire. It's a late call on the balk, but they get him and... Yeah, it was kind of one of those. The difference was Pipkin kind of turned immediately the first time up. This time he brought his leg up and then turned. He waited before turning, almost as if he was coming home and then last second decided. Can't do that. That's what I was going to say. When you do that move towards second like that, I think it's more of just getting in the runner's head so he doesn't get as much of a head start. Pulled on the right side into right field for another base hit. Bizzle will score. They're going to send Shermer home, and now they put on the brakes, and he'll head back to third. RBI single for Jackson Gross. Festus makes it a 2 nothing ball game. They definitely have seen something on Tyler Pipkin here. They're swinging on him early and often in this inning, and Jake Dunsey might have realized the same. He's coming out to have a conversation with his pitcher, Tyler Pipkin. We're going to get a pitching change, Sean. I don't know. Yeah, we are. Wow. And it's not Job Smith. It will be Job Smith coming on. The uh... Yeah, it is. He is ripping off the tape. Okay, someone else came into the ball game, so I thought for a second it wasn't going to be Job Smith. But Tyler Pipkin is coming out and has some words with the home plate umpire. It's cordial exchange. He's not complaining or anything. I think the umpire is just kind of explaining to him what he did that warranted the balk. And in ag- nodding in agreement was Pipkin. He knows that he messed up on that one. Kind of had the look on his face before the call, like he got away with it for a second, but then he didn't. And here we go. Job Smith comes into the ball game, listed as the pitcher and the DH in the ball game was Pipkin, so he does remain in the game to bat, even though he is no longer in the field. Exton Jr. comes over to shortstop from second base, and taking his spot at shortstop, or excuse me, at second base is Michael Huff. So Huff in off the bench to play second, Extam to short, and Job Smith will take over on the mound for the North County Raiders. 
And Smith in a big situation for North County. Season on the line, trying to limit the damage to just two runs scored. Runners at the corners for the Festus Tigers with only one out in the bottom of the fourth inning. And the eight-hitter Cole Skaggs due up. We'll get you the pitching line for Tyler Pipkin. Three and a third innings pitched. He faced 16 batters on 48 pitches, 29 strikes, 19 balls. He only allowed three hits in this ball game. Two runs, one of them earned. He struck out two. He plunked two. And his ERA sits at 2.1 with a whip of .9. He left two stranded in this ball game, and he's hoping two more will remain stranded when all is said and done. That Shermer at third, Gross at first. He's responsible for those two as Job Smith has completed his warm-up tosses, and Cole Skaggs will step to the plate. And, Sean, those three hits all in this inning for Festus. Pipkin was dealing up until this inning. and Fe- I mean, he still only threw seven pitches the, in the inning. Yeah. Festus just picked up on something he was throwing. I wonder if he was tipping pitches. Either tipping pitches or they just realized, you know what, this guy in the previous inning, like we talked about, he's being aggressive. Let's swing at the first thing that we see. Fought off foul by Cole Skaggs, and the count is 0-1. Jackson Gross is at first. We'll see if he takes off for second base. You got Shermer at third, so the double steal could certainly be in play. Middle infield at double play depth. They are covering the base runner Gross at first, and they'll actually throw over that way as Job Smith wants to keep an eye on him. Trenton Kreps playing straight up at third across the diamond. Smith, the 0-1. Breaking ball low and away. Not chasing it is Cole Skaggs. And we're all evened out at one ball, one strike. You talk about strange pickoff moves. That fake to third, throw to first. Pitch. Call to strike. That one. Is a strange one, and yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's legal anymore at the Major League Baseball level, Sean. I'm not 100% certain, but I'm not certain you have not either. seen that in a long time. That's another one of those that doesn't really work either. You know, when you make the move to third, how often do you see the guy at first start to take off? Hit hard on the ground towards second. Michael Huff is going to boot it. It's an E4. Second E4 of the inning. Shermer scores from third. Gross moves to second. Skaggs is safe at first. It's a 3 nothing ball game. And what do, what do they always say? Come off the bench, the ball will be hit right to you. And yep. that one's just a tough play for Huff on a couple of hops. And he just couldn't feel it cleanly. Error number two in the inning. By two different second basemen for North County as well. Extim Jr. was the first one. He's now at short. First pitch misses for a ball to Wyatt Husky, the nine-hitter in the order. Count is 1-0. Hit hard on the right-hand side. Backhanded stab by a diving Brewster. Throw to Job Smith at first for the out. What a play from Brian Brewster to steal a base hit from Wyatt Husky. That would have loaded up the bases with one out. Instead, there's two down, two on in scoring position, but a huge opportunity here. Brady Nolan, leadoff hitter, is coming up to the plate to face off against Job Smith. I like that play. I like that play a lot from Brewster. You're sliding towards second. You might have been able to get the runner going to second. Get the sure out, though, right yeah. in front of you. I like that play. And even better, Job Smith doing a great job to get over there and cover. Yes. No, that was a great play all around. You know, Brewster, maybe you have the chance for the play at second base if you pop up quickly and fire it. But that's a way tougher play to make. I don't think he had a chance to play at third. Just get the sure out at first. That's what he did. First pitch strike to Brady Nolan. 0-1 your counts. Pitch. Digging downstairs for a ball. One ball, one strike. And Nolan probably about as happy as anyone to see Pipkin out of this ball game. A pair of grounds out. One to second and one into a fielder's choice. He's 0 for 2 in the ball game. The 1-1. One, one. 
Low end outside, and it's going to miss for a ball. Roll away slowly from Metter behind the plate, but he kind of stares down Gross at third like, come on, you going? And it wasn't far enough to draw Gross off the bag. Down to two balls and a strike. Pitch from Smith. Downstairs, missing for a ball, three and one. I've talked with Coach Nathan Gag of the Valley Catholic Warriors about this exact situation when, as a pitcher, you come into the game from the field and have to pitch cold, and you got ten warm-up tosses to get ready to go. It is not an easy thing to do. The three-one, a get-me-over strike to bring the count full at three and two on the lower third of the plate. I think we're kind of seeing that here from Job Smith. I don't believe he was taking any warm-up tosses in the bullpen to our right before, not expecting to come into this ball game in the fourth. But here he is, fought off foul. Count remains three and two with two outs. He's got to figure a way to get in out here and stop the bleeding. It's a 3-0 ball game. Fest is getting all their runs here in the bottom of the third. Sean, that's one thing that's tough, too, about high school rosters. You don't have enough pitchers or players on your roster to even warm up a player in the bullpen. Breaking ball. Called strike three. Dropped in the bucket. A big hook from Job Smith, and that's going to do it for the bottom of the fourth inning. But Festus. They get three runs off of three hits, two errors, and they leave two stranded in scoring position. They lead this ball game three to nothing through four innings of play. To the fifth we go, North County with Extam, Brewster and Metter due up after this on KFMO. Today's tax laws are complicated. A relatively simple return can be confusing. It is easy to overlook deductions to which you are entitled. Hi, I'm John Boyd with Boyd & Associates in Farmington. Accounting is what we do best. We are professional, experienced, affordable, and offer a broad range of services for business owners, executives, and independent professionals. We turn complicated matters into simple concepts. Find us online at boyd-cpa.com. Boyd & Associates, we are proud supporters of high school sports. When your home or business is damaged from a fire or flooding, call Bryant Restoration, 366-6351. Locally owned and operated by Reggie Abishan on Benham Street in Bonterre. Proud to be a part of high school sports. Bryant Restoration. Hey guys, Cody Newkirk here. Car Smart of Jackson and Farmington, Missouri. One great website, www.thinkcarsmart.com. That's www.thinkcarsmart.com. Almost 100 vehicles in stock offering makes and models and financing for almost everyone. Shop 24-7 at www.thinkcarsmart.com and pick out your next vehicle. So when you're in the market for a car, think smart. Think Car Smart. Where buying a car isn't rocket science. High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by Belgrade State Banks, State Farm Insurance Agent Chris Morrison in Farmington, and Pettis Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Farmington. Well, the North County Raiders are guaranteed at least once through the order as we enter the top half of the fifth inning. Exton Jr. who will lead things off. Thing is, they got to get to Ian Brown, who has been phenomenal on the mound today for the Festus Tigers. First pitch swinging for Extam. He pops it up foul territory, and not enough ballpark here to contain it. It's out of play. Count is 0 and 1 on the now shortstop for the North County Raiders. Strikeout swinging his first time up. One of five in a row in the bottom half of the order. Ian Brown was just mowing batters down left and right. Five of the seven total that he's got in this ball game. He sets the 0-1. Ooh, and that hits Tim Exton Jr. And he doesn't react to it, but, I mean, you heard that pop <laughs> yeah. up here. You saw it on his face. He was yeah. taking it. He's just like, Ugh. It's one of those where you're in the box like, oh, gosh, it's coming at me. Yeah. Don't rub it, Dad's <laughs> yep. watching. Don't rub it. Yep. 
Don't act like it hurts. He stands at first base now following the hit-by-pitch. And those. here comes Bruce Brewster <laughs> to the plate. It's one of those you get down at first, and your, your coach is like, run it off. Nope, I'm good. Yeah. Bunt popped up. Foul territory, and no one's able to get to it as Bizzle tried a sliding attempt at it, but just didn't have enough air under it to track it down. It's just an innocent foul ball. Count is 0-1 on Brewster. It's so tough as a hitter, Sean, when you see that ball coming at you out of the pitcher's hand to just turn and take it. Because oh, you know it's going to sting a little yeah. bit. That's one of those, like you mentioned, uh, x when he gets to first base. That's, you know, if he was mic'd up right now, it'd be... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got we to gotta start doing that, like Sean. That. Mic up some players. The 0-1. This is upstairs for a ball. One and one, your count. With ESPN doing that, why can't we do it, Sean? Yeah. There's <laughs> more equipment we have to get. Hey, Audra. <laughs> Just that unlimited budget that we've got, you know? <laughs> Brewster at the plate with a 1-1 count. Sees Ian Brown step off the mound. He's trying to keep an eye on Xdam over at first. Got a fair lead over there. Call it decent to be fair. The 1-1. Bunt, barrel, pulled back, taken for a ball. Snap throw down to first from Bizzle. Xdam back safely. Count is 2-1. And I'm surprised that was called a ball on Brewster. Again, that inside pitch has been favorable throughout this ball game, and Brewster is kind of leaning over the plate a little bit trying to draw uh, drop that bunt pulls it back late but i think it's the fact that he was so close to it because he was leaning over the plate he got that favorable call slightly closed stance for him the 2-1 swinging and it's fought back foul off the netting so the bunt sign taken off by jake donzi the head coach of the north county raiders and the count goes two balls two strikes Ian Brown leans home and sets at the chin with a look to first. The 2-2. Called strike three on the inside part of the plate. Brewster down looking. That's the first strikeout looking of the ball game for Brown. His eighth compared with only one walk as well and one hit allowed. Ian Brown putting on an absolute gem. And forget the other two runs that Festus got in that previous inning. That one run they got, the first one of this ball game. if he keeps pitching like this, that's going to be enough. Starts off with a breaking ball to his opposing lefty, Metter, and it's dropped in for strike one. 0-1, oh, your count. The pitch. Skips to home. Bizzle keeps it in front of him to keep Xdam at first, and we're all even at one ball, one strike. Strikeouts brought to you by Complete Vision Care, the ideal choice for your routine exams and anything regarding your eye care. Since 1966, they've got locations in Lettington and Festus. The 1-1. Inside part, taking four strike. Oh, Metter did not like that call. He kind of shrugged the shoulders as he was backing out of the box there. He leaned out of the way of that one, but again, that's been called on both sides all game long. The 1-2. Called strike three on the outside part of the plate. Nine strikeouts on the ball game for Ian Brown, and he is just killing this bottom of the order for the North County Raiders. And, Sean, he's making a good case for some pizza, courtesy of Little Caesars locations in Farmington and Deloge with that Little Caesars pizza pizza player of the game. The pitch. Swing and a miss from Grant Mullins. Count is 0-1. Mullins over the top of the off-speed pitch. He struck out as well, swinging his first time up. Off the plate for a ball to Bizzle. And the count is one ball, one strike. And I talk about this all the time, you know, getting outs against the bottom of the order. That's traditionally the weaker spot of the lineup for most teams. There's another swinging strike. Again, the off-speed pitch. Fooling Grant Mullins, who's sitting fastball. Sean, he was way, way out in front of that one. 
The count is one and two now. And stepping off the mound is Ian Brown. And stepping out of the box is Mullins. Count is one and two. And now the home plate umpire waves off Grant Mullins, who now finally does dig back in. Brown, the one-two, popped up high in the air, shallow right field towards the line. The right fielder, Gross, comes on. He'll make the play. Brown, number three in the top of the fifth inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, and one runner left stranded on base by the North County Raiders. We head to the bottom of the fifth inning. Best is looking to build on their 3 nothing lead in the Class 5 District 1 semifinals in the Parkland Sports Leader AM 1240 KFMO. To everyone who needs a little delight in their day, let our team member Paul tell you about one of our favorite sweet treats. Making special moments at mealtime is a tradition in Wisconsin. And what better way to sweeten your day than a Culver's creamy, fresh frozen custard and your favorite mix-ins. We handcraft every concrete mixer exactly the way you like. From caramel to your favorite candies like Butterfinger. Come to Culver's and let us make your day a little bit sweeter. From Wisconsin Wisconsin with love, welcome to delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, proudly serving the Parkland's eye care needs since 1966. We would like to thank you for voting Complete Vision Care as the best eye doctor of the Parkland five years in a row. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, the ideal choice. Precious memories left behind bring us joy and peace of mind when we celebrate the lives of those we Proud to be a part of high school sports, Cozy Memorial Chapel and Crematorium, 217 West Columbia in Farmington. High school baseball on KFMO is brought to you by Leadbelt Stove and Fireplace and Ozark Modern Insulation in Park Hills, Phil Best, American Family Insurance Agent in Park Hills, Dalton Home Improvement in Park Hills, Mineral Area College in Park Hills, and the Bullpen Sports Grill in Lettington. Bottom of the fifth inning, and a big opportunity for Festus once again. Two, three, and four, due up in the order. It's Jeremiah Cunningham up to the plates. Face off against Joe Smith. First pitch strike. Count is 0-1. Smith working quickly. The 0-1 pitch. Pulled up the third baseline. A high hop to Krebs. He has to wait for it. Throw on to first. Skips, but a nice grab by Brewster. And Jeremiah Cunningham is down for out number one. Sean, that's one of those plays where if this isn't turf, you won't get the out. That's a good play by Trenton Kreps over there at third base. One, to wait on the high hopper and then to skip it to first yeah. and allow Brewster to be able to pick it rather than uh, stretch and, and maybe not catch it. I'll say this. There's two sides to that coin. Uh, the throw to first, you probably don't get the out beca- if it's not turf because it's going to be a harder throw. Uh, over across the way, um, or to, on, at third base, the hop to Kreps, probably nowhere near as high of a hop on grass, and it gets to him easier, and he has more time to make a throw. That's why it was so hard of a play over to, across the first base is because Kreps had to just kind of like a punt almost, sit and wait for it to come to him before he could finally make the throw to first. Down is 2-0 and oh to Hayden Bates. In there for a strike, 2-1. and one. Smith doing a good job of painting the corners today in his outing. 2-1 pitch. Fought off foul. Ooh, that got the ankle of Hayden Bates. He's hopping around, but now he's walking up the third baseline, so it seems like he'll be all right. But from his initial reaction, that didn't look good. He was really dancing around in some pain out there. 
No, yeah, that one. That's one of those where after it happens, you're like, next time up, you say, okay, I'm going to wear a shin guard this time, and then yeah. it never happens again. But yeah, that's why you see banners wearing shin guards. That one got him right on the front of his shin, kind of where his his shin meets his ankle, kind of. So yeah. that one's a really tough spot to get hit with a foul ball. I wonder if it almost got hit on that like bone on the ankle that oh. sticks out. That's why I'm wondering with that kind of a quick reaction, but it's not really hampering you too much. It just hurts. That's what I think might have happened in that instance there. Pitch misses downstairs for a ball, and the count is run full at three and two. Smith set. Breaking ball. Ooh. That's usually that favorable spot on the inside part of the plate, and based on the reaction from Metter and Smith, they're a little disappointed they didn't get it. It's ball four to Hayden Bates, and he's worked a one-out walk. Sean, I, I thought that was strike three. Yeah. I'm not sure where it missed. Obviously, it missed a little bit outside, according to home plate umpire Mike Maris, but that is a good spot to miss. Yeah, it's a, apparently a little off the plate, but, I mean, that's you, that spot that we've seen called all game, you know, inside on batters. Whether it's lefty-righty, whether they're sporting the black and gold or the blue and gold today, that's been called all game. So a little surprised to see that one not called there. Five hole on Metter and easily striding into second base is Hayden Bates. On the pass ball, count is 1-0. And Bates, Sean, I was just about to say, before that pitch went to the bank stop, he had a huge secondary lead at first base. Had Metter been able to catch that, they probably could have thrown to first and got him on a uh, pickoff. Metter's not afraid to do that. Like I said, he may not have quite the bat of, at least not yet, of a Jackson Jones or a Julian Tebow, but... Matter, he's a really, really good fielding gotcha behind the plate. I like what I've seen from this kid throughout this freshman campaign for him so far. In there for a strike, we're all even one ball, one strike to Tyler Bizzle, who is one for one in this evening's ball game so far. Hit by a pitch his first time up, singled on a hard ground ball to Job Smith, too deep in the hole to get him across the diamond. Slow roller up the first baseline. It stays foul as Brewster scoops it up. And the count goes two and one, or excuse me, one and two. going to get a new ball for Job Smith. He's got Bates at second, one out in the bottom of the fifth inning. Look to second, the one-two. Swing and a miss, fastball upstairs. Beats Bizzle for the strikeout. Strikeout number one in the ball game for Joe, or excuse me, number two for Job Smith. A strikeout brought to you by Complete Vision Care, the ideal choice for your medical eye care concerns, including dry eyes and other eye diseases. Locations in Lennington and Festus. Here's Mason Shermer to the plate. He had that single for the first run of the ball game for the Festus Tigers. And he takes a first pitch ball outside, 1-0. Job Smith on the hill wanted that one, just missed it. Not enough break on it to get it over the plate. Smith has a lot of hook on his breaking ball, but it's... More 12-6 action, which is tougher to throw back door like that when it doesn't have that lateral movement to it. That one does find the strike zone. And it's a 1-1 count. Smith will step off the mound and call time and call Metter out to have a conversation with him. He was trying to keep an eye on Bates out at second base. Bates is in scoring position for Shermer if he wants to add an insurance run for the Festus Tigers. As North County will have the top of the order due up in the top of the sixth inning. A couple of all-state honors on the out-of-town scoreboard for Olivia Simile in the state track meet. The 1-1, high and outside for a ball, 2-1. and one. Long jump on day two, and on day one, 
She was uh, the triple jump state medalist. Nice. Good to see her wrapping up a very successful career at West County High School on a high note. Breaking ball in there for a strike. Two balls, two strikes, your count. Out of town scoreboard brought to you by Mineral Area Overhead Door at 1020 Woodlawn Drive, just north of Farmington, providing over 40 years of great service to their customers. Visit them at mineralareadoor.com. Hard ground ball up the line. Brewster's got it at first. Patiently waiting for it, and he had all the time in the world as he steps on the bag for out number three in the bottom of the fifth inning. No runs, no hits, no errors. One runner left stranded on base in scoring position. That'll do it for the fifth. We head to the sixth. North County trails the Festus Tigers by three. You're listening to coverage of the Class 5 District 1 semifinals on KFMO. Curtis Glass Center of Park Hill, serving the Parkland area since 1978. For your auto, home, or business is the only local glass shop that offers in-house calibrations on foreign and domestic windshields. Curtis Glass Center is your choice for windshield replacement or repair, custom flat or tempered glass or home window repair, and the best customer service. Don't trust your glass to anyone else. Curtis Glass Center, 601 Main Street in Park Hills, or call 573-431-5616. You want financial freedom as an adult. And as a parent, you'll want your kids to understand exactly where that begins. You can start by opening their very own student checking account at First State Community Bank. Once your son or daughter turns 12, they're eligible for a student checking account with no minimum balance requirements. A student checking account will be easy to understand for them and a wonderful teaching tool for you. First State Community Bank. Success starts here. Visit FSCB.com. Member FDIC. High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by Wade's Automotive in Farmington, Prairie Farms Dairies in Park Hills, Sam Sism Ford Lincoln in Park Hills, Missouri Baptist University in Farmington, and Weems Insurance Agency in Farmington. North County Raiders on the wrong end of a 3-0 score at the hands of the Festus Tigers. They've got the top of the order to up here in the top of the sixth inning and to take you the rest of the way, we send it back to Jared Pettis. Jared? Sean, thank you. First pitch from Ian Brown to Cooper Kikak. That one is high for ball one, nearly to the backstop as Tyler Bizzle had to hop out of the crouch. Now the 1-0. Kikak shows bunt, and again, one nearly to the backstop. Make it 2-0 as Kikak is ahead in the count and may be able to expect a pitch to hit here. I think this is a big inning for North County for a couple of reasons. I'll get into that after this pitch. Cooper showing bunt again, but Kikak... Pulls it back as that one missed high and away. 3-0 and to the leadoff hitter as Cooper Kikak has the lone hit for North County in this game. The 3-0, I get me over strike, 3-1 and at the letters. I want to see North County, if they can't score runs and either cut into the lead or tie this game, work the count of Ian Brown a little bit. And there's ball four, Sean, so maybe they are going to change their approach here, and that will bring up Job Smith in a dangerous spot for North County. That pitch, the fifth of the inning for Ian Brown, brings him to 75 total in this ballgame. He's still got 30 pitches to work with, so if you can't get to him here in this inning and get a run home, work his count a little bit and see if you can run him out of the game in the seventh. Festus is getting another arm in the bullpen right now, but honestly, I don't care who Festus puts in there to replace Ian Brown. I think North County is going to be happy that it's not Ian Brown who is just locked down on the North County Raiders all ball game, especially in the second half through the order. And if they can't get the runs to tie this ball game up here in this frame, it's probably going to come to the bottom half of the order for the North County Raiders if they are going to come back because right now Cooper Kikek's on first, Job Smith is up, Trenton Kreps is on deck. Let's say we get a double play and Kreps is out. Four, five, and six are due up. 
and beyond that, you got to get three runs. That that means you have to get production out of the bottom half of your order. You're not going to do it against Ian Brown, I don't think, the third time through with that bottom half of the order. I'd rather, if you're North County, see someone else on the mound instead of Ian Brown. Two quick strength to, to Joe Bryant, uh, Joe Smith, rather. That's the second time we've done that. Put that one in the Job jar. <laughs> 0-2, he'll foul this one off, but will it stay in play? No, it will not. It'll get out of play behind the first base dugout. We'll redo that 0-2 count. And he did not like the second strike call. It was on the inside part of the plate, the spot that was called ball four to Hayden Bates, Sean. The one that was called strike three on him when he had uh, Cooper Kekak ticket off for second base earlier in this ball game, And now we've got a meeting on the mound, one of the assistant managers for the Festus Tigers. And an 0-2 count's coming out to have a chat with Ian Brown, his pitcher. And I don't know what it's pertaining to. Maybe it's something he's seen. He's been a little all over the place with his pitches in this frame. As, again, Festus is quickly getting some work in the bullpen right now. Trying to see who that is, Sean. The number, like oh, number 15. Number 15. Yeah, it's Nate Moore warming up in the bullpen right now. Just about to say that the black numbers on the black jerseys are tough to see, especially when uh, you're a little bit outside of the lights Nate, with the bullpen. Nate Moore pitched against the Farmington Knights two innings, allowed a hit, a run, which was earned, and he walked three without striking anyone out. This one hit into the gap in right center field for a single. The throw comes into second base. As putting on the brakes at second is Cooper Kekek. Nobody out. Two on, and here comes Trenton Kreps representing the game-tying run for the North County Raiders. And that is the second hit of the game for North County, both coming from the top two in the lineup, Cooper Kekak and Job Smith. So now two on with nobody out, and you mentioned it, Kreps leading the team in RBIs with 22, Sean, and he does have a big fly in the season with a little bit shallower of an outfield here. If he can get a hold of one, this might be a tie game. And it doesn't get any easier from here. Zane Huff is up next as well. And we will have another meeting at the mound, but no pitching change as Jeff Montgomery still sits on a uh, little five-gallon bucket in the dugout as the pitcher in the bullpen still throwing some warm-up tosses. And this is just a situation to stall until he's ready. And that's what I get for saying this game was uh, flying by, Sean. Yep. <laughs> Every time. I had to say it. Yep, I did. We'll meeting see. adjourned. I don't know if you pull him yet. I mean, probably. I mean, he's still, I don't think you, I do not think you pull him. No. I not mean, until he's in, not until the game's tied, in my opinion. Yeah. He is dealing. I mean, he's just been one tough hitting for him. It's his first bump in the road this ball game. Give him a chance to work out of it. Kreps into the box with two on and nobody out. They're at first and second. It's Kikak and Smith. We haven't seen Brown work from the stretch a ton in this one. Comes set here. The first pitch. Kreps to right field. That one's going to draw the right fielder back. Gross. He'll get near the track, make the catch, and tagging at second is Kikek. He'll get into third standing up. So runners will be at the corners with one away after Trenton Kreps flies out. Kreps just got a little too underneath that one. If he's able to barrel it up more, that's either out of this ballpark or at worst an extra base hit. And now you got Zane Huff coming up. He is batting 500 on the season, but a lefty-lefty matchup. And this may be the last batter that Ian Brown faces if he can't get out of it. Double play is in order as well for Festus if they want to escape this inning. And honestly, if they get the double play, I'd keep Brown out there because he's going to go through the bottom half of the order once again. Brown set the first pitch. Runner goes to second. Call a strike. The pump fake throw over to third. So uncontested stolen base for Job Smith and an 0-1 count to Huff. But first base is open. 
That's one of those, you know what, just let Joe Smith have it. Yep. He's a great athlete, going to be hard to gun him down anyway. I, let him take second base. Trust your pitcher, Ian Brown, who, again, even with this inning on him, is still throwing an absolute gem. Two hits, two walks, nine strikeouts in the ball game. He shut out North County thus far. The 0-1, taken outside for a ball. Huff, and the count is even at 1-1. One and, one. and Huff, he is, he is got a really good eye at the plate. I mean, that's a couple times we've seen him just staring at pitches just off the plate that wind up being called a ball. The 1-1 one, one just missed. That one must have missed low. 2-1. There is no way yeah, I could that, have laid off that, that pitch, Sean. That's that, why I didn't hit a lot. That one definitely missed downstairs. Yeah, I couldn't hit it at all. I didn't even, in Little League, I couldn't hit. 2-1, grounder first base side. That one's foul. Make it 2-2. Two and two. Baseball was far from my sport. And so Ian Brown with the new ball back to the rubber. And that pitcher warming up is a righty. The 2-2 count with two on and one away. Brown the pitch. Huff fouls it off to stay alive. Oh, it was a breaking ball. He was out in front of it and just slowed up his swing enough to get a piece. Keep in mind too, about, Sorry, Sean. No, keep in mind, too, we're trying to keep Brown in this game. A lot of lefties in this bottom of the order for North County as well. The 2-2 fouled off the netting, and Huff will stay alive, and we have a battle brewing here at Jack M. Cronin Memorial Stadium. 3-0 the score. Festus leading North County, the 2 leading the 6. 2-2 two and two count, one out with two runners in scoring position for the Raiders. Top of the sixth inning. The pitch, that one nearly got a piece. Of Huff as he turned away, and the pitch is called a ball. Three and two. Brown doesn't like it. He wanted that inside pitch called like it's been called all game. Doesn't get it this time. A little too far inside. Big spot. Three, two count. Brown set. The pitch with the high leg kick. Called strike three. Huff down looking. Strikeout number 10 in the game for the pitcher Ian Brown. And that will bring up Tyler Pipkin. And there is a player walking down to the bullpen. And no pitching change just yet. Pipkin 0 for 2. Sorry, Sean. Trust Brown. Uh, You know, just he's gotten you this far again with a gem. He hasn't allowed a run in this game. He has walked two and allowed two hits. That's it. I I, I want Brown out there pitching right now for Festus. I don't care how the rest of this inning has gone. Yeah, he's got two in scoring position. So what? Even if both of them score, you still lead. First pitch missed inside to Pipkin. Second one missed low, 2-0. Good spot for Pipkin. The pitch... Inside, but the call is a strike. That's a tough one. Two and one. A good take by Pipkin. Well, he's shaking his head, but he's gotten a couple of those calls this ball game while he was on the mound, so he knows everything about that. Two one popped up on the outfield center fielder Nolan towards the gap. He'll settle underneath it, put it away, and with two runners in scoring position, the first threat of the game for North County, and they can't do anything with it. We head to the bottom of the sixth inning. Three nothing is the score as North County only has three offensive outs remaining. But Festus coming to bat. Six seven eight do up for the. Tigers leading 3-0 on KFMO, the Parkland Sports Leader. How do you struck out in the car game? Strike one, you've had credit problems in the past. Strike two, you hate the car you're driving. Strike three, it costs too much to maintain. Call that old car out today. Hey, this is David Sism from Samson Ford Lincoln, home with a lifetime warranty. Call that old car out and hit a home run at Samson Ford today. 
Don't go car shopping and get pushed into a high-mileage used car you don't actually want. Drive off in a new or newer car with a lifetime warranty and get back on the road. We will go to bat and help you get approved so you can have a home run. Have you been sitting on the bench because of bad credit? Get in the game. Bankruptcy and bad credit? Okay. My credit approval process will help you get back in the game and driving a new or newer car you love. Come see us, your home team dealer since 1937, and get a new or newer car with a lifetime warranty, regardless of your credit. Don't get pushed around. We work extra innings for you. Visit us at Samson Ford Lincoln now. See us online at SamsonFord.com or call 431-3177. Requires bank approval. Negative equity may be refinanced. See dealer for details. Started back in 1982, Dalton Home Improvement has grown to be one of the most competitive siding companies in Missouri. Owned by Hank Kinsey, his crews are highly qualified installers, experienced in new construction and rehab. Dalton Home Improvement, 431-2373. Proud to be a part of high school sports. High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by LeCarrie Auto Body, your PPG distributor in the Parkland, Ozark Federal Savings and Loan in Farmington, Boyd and Associates in Farmington, and the Kimber Monroe Law Office in Farmington. Bottom of the sixth inning, Braden Montgomery, Jackson Gross, Cole Skaggs do up as Job Smith will make a turn through the order that he's faced, coming up with the third batter, Cole Skaggs, as Montgomery... Fouls off the first pitch, or did that one just miss outside, Sean? I missed it. I missed it as well. I was looking down at my scorebook. And it and just got off the catcher's mitt, and they checked down to first for Charlie Underwood to see if Montgomery went around. They said he didn't, so a 1-0 count. Montgomery 0 for 2 today, popped out to the third baseman, popped out to the first baseman, the 1-0. And it misses just low and away. Two balls, no strikes. I know it's a different situation just because of the success Brown has had against the bottom of the order for North County, which will be due up when we flip over to the top of the seventh inning. But I've been saying it all year. Say it again. I want to see Joe Smith have a quick inning here. Get the offense right back out there. You got to Brown a little bit. He was a little all over the place. Festus now, however, getting a different arm warmed up in the bullpen. It was Nate Moore earlier. Now it's Trent Young. Who's getting ready? Interesting. And the entire North County infield wanted that call on the 2-1 count. It just missed inside, and the count's three balls, one strike to Braden Montgomery. Jackson Gross awaits on deck. The 3-1 grounded third base side off the glove of the third baseman, played by the shortstop long throw, and a good stretch by the first baseman Brewster, but way not in time as Montgomery beat it out on the slow hopper. Yeah, if that's a slower base runner, Exton Jr. probably has a play across the diamond, sliding to his right, throwing from his knees. That's a tough play to make. It was a great throw, but like I said, it's just you need a slower player hustling up the line instead of Montgomery to try to make that play. Festus, we're going to try get a, to get an even faster runner yeah. out there, though, as a courtesy runner out of first base is Tyler Reese. So he will take over the running duties for Montgomery. They'll just insert Montgomery back into the ball game, I imagine. I wonder but if they're going to send for an insurance run. Montgomery to the bullpen, maybe? Pinch, pinch ran for by Reese over there at first. Nobody out. Got, here's the thing. they got someone else warming up in the pen as well, a righty. So you got Nate Moore, who's ready. Young, who's warming up. How many arms do you uh, need they actually ready to go? They have a full Yeah, there's someone else. Full going, barrel over there. Moore on the other side. We can only see one of the two from our vantage point. The one warming up on the right-hand side is another tennis ball is made its way onto the field. Shermer's not over there to launch that thing. The best is <laughs> high school. It is Jackson Gross batting. You think they put the bunt on here to play a little bit of small ball? I wouldn't hate that decision. 
Just to play a little small, you, you know, just to get an insurance run? Yeah, I don't hate that. Pitch to Gross, no bunt shown. In fact, he's swinging, but he takes that one for a strike on the inside part of the plate. 0-1-1 at first base, Tyler Reese, after the single by Braden Montgomery, which is just the fourth hit today for Festus. Really good duel by all the pitchers. Festus just got the upper hand in that bottom of the fourth with their bats. It's an 0-1 count. Smith from the set. And the pitch misses outside. One and one. Brewster holding the runner. Reese at first. He gets his lead. Smith set the pitch. Misses even further outside. Two and one. Infield and outfield playing straight away with the lefty batter. That is gross. Smith set again. The 2-1 pitch coming. Nope. Instead of check on the runner, back safely is Reese with the dive. He's trying to keep his eye on Reese. And Brewster holds the tag until the base coach asks for time from the umpire. That's probably one of the biggest changes with the you know disengagement rule at the major league level is you don't have that throw just to keep him honest, you know, because that's all. It's a part of you know my uh, repetition, but it's a throwaway. Basically, just throwing over at first to check on him. You may not necessarily just be thinking of, oh, all right, I'm going to, you know, get him here, get the outs. You're just like, I just want him to be thinking a little bit, you know? The 2-2 popped up left field side right there is Zane Huff coming in a few steps. Now he's got to go to his left and makes the catch as the runner was trying to steal second base. That was Reese. Instead, he has to go all the way back to first, and there's one away in the inning. You could hear the cartoonish brake slamming as he put tried to stop himself and turn around and scamper back to first base. I mean, he was in full stride to second base, saw it was a pop out the left field, and it took him a couple of steps before he finally was able to stop himself and turn around. So one out. Reese still at first, batting Cole Skaggs. He was the first batter that Job Smith faced in this game. Runner goes to second, swing and a miss. The throw down on a hop. Ooh, almost in time as the slide from Reese. He kind of face-planted, but somehow got the hand in there in time. So a stolen bag for Reese and an 0-1 count wasn't, to Cole Skaggs. Wasn't the best throw from Metter. You know, it was a little offline at the one hop to second base. If he makes a cleaner throw on the, se- on the first base side of the bag, I think he's got the out there. And now Metter going to go talk it over with Job Smith. Skaggs. With the base open from the right-hand side, he is 0-for-1 today, hit by a pitch in the third, reached on an error in the fourth, and uh, that was the first batter that Job Smith faced, and the play that uh, was misplayed by the new second baseman, Michael Huff, at the time, the 0-1 pitch. Right there, called, strike number two down the middle. An 0-2 count, Smith set the pitch. Chasing one outside of Skaggs, and he fouls it off and out of play. We'll do it again. Job Smith, the senior for North County, hoping this isn't his final time wearing a blue and gold jersey from the hill. In fact, on the field as a whole, the 0-2 pitch. That one low and nearly to the backstop as it was Metter that just stomped it with his glove, but he didn't know where it was. It's a 1-2 count. North County's going to have six, seven, and eight due up in the order in the top of the seventh inning, hoping that they only have to score three runs. That's what they're hoping for. Sean, on six plate appearances, they've struck out five times. And you want to extend it even further to the nine hitter. It's six strikeouts. And Tim XM Jr. Yeah. 
has a hit by pitch, and Grant Mullins has a fly out to right field. Those are the only non-strikeouts from those hitters against Ian Brown. So although Fest is getting a couple arms ready again, if I'm Jeff Montgomery, I'm trotting Ian Brown right back out there on the mound. He's got 80-something pitches. 92. Uh, uh, 92 pitches, excuse me, that he's thrown so far. So it's not like he's way up there in the pitch count. And now the umpire crew getting together about over. something. I don't know what they're talking about. Now they're going to go talk to – Oh, no, they're just going to break up the conversation okay. at the mound. I'm not sure what they were talking about. I wonder if, if they were talking about the foul ball called here at home plate as Skaggs just tipped it off as the end of his bat. Yeah. It's still a 1-2 count. The pitch on the ground towards the shortstop, but charging the third baseman Kreps across the diamond, the throw, and a good play by Kreps, and there's two outs. And good job by Xdam as well, coming in from the shortstop position, trying to make a play on that ball. Kreps cut him off, got to it first, but then he continued over to third base. That way, Reese couldn't just run right behind the ears of Trenton Kreps and take third. He had to stay put at second base. That's where he stands right now. Two outs, runner at second. Job Smith steps off to adjust his cap, and now he's back on. The shortstop and second baseman holding the runner at second with that baseball-style slap-the-glove play that the middle infielders do in this situation. The first pitch just missed low. It is Wyatt Husky batting now with the runner in scoring position. And two outs here in the bottom of the sixth. Winner of this game moves on to play the Windsor Owls. The 1-0. Off the knuckles. It's played on a hop by the third baseman. The throw not in time. The scoop high. Now running to second or towards third is Reese. The throw and the tag not in time. Runners at the corners on the E5. And Kreps, he's had a couple eat him up throughout this game, and he's handled them well. Not that one. Tried to make a play on it and just couldn't. And advancing to third on the throw is Reese. And two outs in the inning. If you put Wyatt Husky in motion at first base, I don't even think there's any chance that North County will throw it down. That brings up Brady Nolan, the top of the order, and a big spot for Job Smith from the stretch. The first pitch of the at-bat at the letters called a strike. Nolan did not like that call. Kind of dropped his bat and looked down to third base to Jeff Montgomery in the coaching box. 0-1 count. Smith ready. The pitch. On the ground, third base side again, played off the face of Kreps, and that'll score a run on the infield single and an RBI for Brady Nolan, and it's 4-0. Just took a higher hop on Kreps than he was expecting. He thought it was going to be about chest high in front of him. He had the glove ready, but it skips right up and gets him off the right cheekbone and rolls away from him. Everyone is safe, and another run scores from third. Festus has now built a four-run lead, and again, North County's got their bottom of the order due up in the top of the seventh inning. Batting Jeremiah Cunningham. He's 0 for 3 today. Takes strike one at the knees. Struck out looking in the first. Flew out to right field in the third and grounded out to the third baseman in the fifth. Batting here in the sixth. We're in the bottom of it. 4-0 the score. Swing and a miss. 0-2 as Smith blew the fastball right by Cunningham. That's it. Job Smith, you know, his location, it's hit and miss sometimes, but, man, he's got some of the best stuff in our area. The 0-2 fouled off as the runner at second base was breaking for third. That's Wyatt Husky. And we'll redo the 0-2 count. I mean, his fastball, he's got some of the best velocity behind his fastball and one of the biggest hooking curveballs I've seen, especially with that 12-6 action as well. You don't see a lot of 12-6 breaking balls at the high school level. 
Usually there's some sort of angle to it. The 0-2, runner goes again. This one in the air, left field side. Going back is Exton Jr. Beyond, and he can't find it. It drops. One run going to score. The left fielder going to have to pick it up, and a dive from Nolan. He scores from first base. Exton Jr. had no idea where that ball was. It was too high, probably above the lights as well, and just disappeared on him. He was looking for help from Zane Huff in left field. I don't know if Zane Huff saw it either. I don't think they did. Huff kind of put the brakes on, and now we're going to have a meeting at the mound, and this might just be to calm down the infield as a slow walk by Jake Donzi out to the rubber with an, a, a two-out game and a runner at second, and now the score, 6 nothing. And you got to start... To feel for North County on the hill, the emotions starting to show from some of their players, and this is a good job by Jake Dante to go out there and probably just calm him down. Yeah. Calm him down. You only got to get six runs. You can do it. It's been done before. But the, here's the problem is they've gone through six innings now, getting zero runs. So yep. now they need to turn around and fest this a deep ball club with pitching and find a way to get through your bottom of the order and then get back to the top of the order and continue to score runs as well. It's one of those where... You know, what was a hill is starting to look like a mountain here. I think it's one of those, hey, don't you talk about just got to get six runs. I don't even think you have that conversation yet at this point. I think the conversation you need to have is, listen, there's two outs. Let's get one out. Then we'll worry about the runs that we got to score when we come to the plate. But for the meantime, let's worry about the two outs on the scoreboard right now because that's the most important number. We need it to say three. You got a dangerous batter, though. Hayden Bates, five homers on the year. A lot of speed at second base in Jeremiah Cunningham as well. Doesn't need to be well struck to score him. Check swing from Bates. He went around 0-1-1. Shortstop Bates batting. 4-12 average. Leading the team in RBI is 35 of those. The 0-1 to him. Taken. Curveball. Strike two on the inside part of the plate. Huge pitch for Job Smith right there. And another huge one coming up as well. Love to see him get Hayden Bates out here and stop the bleeding at three more. A 6 nothing ball game favoring Festus. The 0-2 tipped off the catcher's mitt, not played by Metter, and that will allow Bates to stay alive. That one's tough, but what can you do if you're Metter back there just trying to catch a ball? Out of town scoreboard check, mineral area over at door. Top of the ninth inning on B104.3. The St. Louis Cardinals lead the L.A. Dodgers now by a score of 6-4. to four. Jason Hayward with a double to right field, scoring Vargas to cut into that Cardinals lead. The 0-2, this one laced on a couple of hops to right field, throw to the plate, it's cut off and not in time, and Cunningham scores from second, and if that throw's not cut off, Sean, they might have had a play at the plate. Maybe the only thing is I don't think it would have been accurate to home plate. I think it would have pulled Metter away from the bag. Three straight RBI hits. And the score now 7 nothing with two outs. It looked like that throw coming in from Cooper Keekake. If Brewster doesn't cut it off, it's going to go past Metter and to the backstop, and that run's scoring anyway. Bizzle one for two today. He fouled that one off. It's 0-1-1. North County struggling to get that second out. Wyatt Husky reached, or that third out, rather, sorry. The 0-1 instead of check, they might have got him. Oh, man, he came off the bag, but the tag not applied. Back safely is Bates, Sean. That was close. I think it was applied, but when Bates stepped off, the tag came off just prior. I think they had him for a split second, and they just kept it on. The 0-1. Pitch in there for a strike, and again, that huge lead from Hayden Bates over there at first. No throw down, though, by Metter with two outs in the inning. It's an 0-2 count. Let's see if he runs here at the count 0-2. 
He does. Runner goes. The pitch inside. Oh, no. He put the brakes on last minute. A fake steal, and the count's one and two. I think he would have had it if he kept running. That was inside. Would have been a tough play for Metter to try to snag that transfer to the throwing hand. Again. Now he goes this time, Sean, but it's popped up on the infield. Smith off the hill. He'll put it away, and mercifully, the final out of the inning caught by Job Smith. North County has three outs remaining in this one, but Festus puts up four runs on four hits and one error committed by North County fielders. 7 nothing the score. The final hope for the Raiders on their season as they trail 7 nothing. Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of local high school sports on KFMO. Call financial advisors John Brown or Madison Brown in Farmington at 573-756-9002 for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member FDIC. Hi folks, this is Randy Hulsey at Flooring Systems. High school sports teaches many lessons that last a lifetime, and that's why we are proud to be a part of high school athletics in the Parkland. Stop by or call 573-760-1461. We're Flooring Systems of Farmington, a name you can stand on. Hurry up, dude. The game's about to start. Nothing beats spending the day watching the game with your buddies. Dude, I'm literally right here. Let's do this. Which is why a shelter insurance renter's policy is key to your winning game plan. It protects things your landlord's policy doesn't. Uh, dude, where's your TV? What? No way, dude. Like that flat screen TV that just got stolen. Find out how J.J. Vickers can help you with your auto, home, and life needs. 573-358-3674. You know Mineral Area Overhead Door has sold and installed garage doors and openers since 1978, but we also have windows, patio covers, screen rooms, and more. Check out our beautiful showroom on Highway 67 in Farmington or visit MineralAreaDoor.com. Need a hinge, cable, remote? Yeah, we've got that. Mineral Area Door has a huge inventory of parts for your convenience. Call 431-6123 or visit our website at MineralAreaDoor.com. Serving you since 1978. Hungry? The Riverside Grill on East Main Street in Park Hills has homemade daily specials or choose from a menu of other delicious entrees or stop by for a hearty breakfast every day from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. The Riverside Grill across from the Farmer's Market in Park Hills. Hi, Kimber Monroe, local attorney and proud sponsor of high school sports. With over 20 years of legal experience, I'm here to help you. That's Kimber Monroe at KimberMonroeLaw.com. The choice of an attorney is an important decision and should not be based on advertising. High school baseball on KFMO is brought to you by the Carry Auto Body, your PPG distributor in the Parkland, Ozark Federal Savings and Loan in Farmington, Boyd and Associates in Farmington, and the Kimber Monroe Law Office in Farmington. New pitcher on the hill for the Festus Tigers. It's Nate Moore, a senior, taking the spot of Ian Brown, who goes six innings, 92 pitches, no runs on two hits, 10 strikeouts, two walks, and a hit batter. That's the final line score on Ian Brown, courtesy of Samson's on Ford Lincoln, the home of the life, uh, the home of the lifetime warranty. Save big at Samson's on Ford Lincoln. Shop for your next car, truck, or SUV. Go online at SamsonFord.com or call 431-3177. For North County to lead things off, Tim Exton Jr. six seven eight do up, and they've combined for five strikeouts and one hit by pitch, and the first pitch taken for a ball. Ian Brown out of the game. Here's his pitching line on the. Evening, six innings complete, facing 23 batters, 92 pitches, 58 strikes. Two hits, two walks, 10 strikeouts, plunked one ERA of zero, whip of .6 repeating, and he left five stranded and is in line for the win currently. 
Axton Jr., the second baseman, moved to shortstop after Job Smith came in. The 1-0 to him. High hopper towards the shortstop. Bates charging, makes the play, throws on a run, and he throws it away. E6, and a leadoff base runner for North County. Can that start something? Bates has had some weird plays at short through the district tournament so far. He had an error on Wednesday's ball game after he almost threw one away similarly that was snagged over at first base. The error actually came later. He kind of lollipopped it over to first base, and lollipopped it way over the head of the first baseman as well. It's like he kind of overcompensated for almost throwing it away that time. It's usually a smooth, reliable shortstop for the Festus Tigers, but it's been a little bit of a mental rut right now with a couple of poor throws over to first in the last two games. And we got a pinch hitter for North County. It's Connor Helms who's in to hit. He'll take the spot of Brian Brewster, and he's ahead in the count, 1-0. The righty. Moore set the 1-0. Strike one at the knees, and Moore is bringing the heat. And it's a righty as well, so a different look that North County hasn't seen yet. And here's the thing, Festus is still getting arms warmed up in the bullpen just in case they need to change up the look at all throughout the rest of this game. The 1-1 inside nearly got a piece of Helms. We saw Trenton Young warming up earlier. Now, in the bullpen for the Festus Tigers, it's the D.H. Cole Skaggs who's warming up. The 2-1. That one was looked a little bit outside. Good frame job by Tyler Bizzle. Make it 2-2. Two and two. Over there at first base, Exton Jr. gets his lead. Set, Moore, the 2-2. Strike three called. Helms down looking. And there's out number one. And the first strikeout of the game for the pitcher, Nate Moore. Strikeouts brought to you by Complete Vision Care, the ideal choice for your routine exams, including anything regarding your eye care since 1966. I think it's paramount for preferably Metter if you're a North County fan, but him or Mullins to reach base safely and get back to that top of the order. And Metter swings through the first pitch, a fastball 0-1-1. I mean, it's seven runs North County's got to score, so they've got to do way more than just get back to the top of the order, but if they can get to the top of the order with one out preferably for North County, I think that really does a lot to increase their chances. The 0-1 missed inside, 1-1. Metter the catcher. Batting for the Raiders. The 1-1 instead of check on the runner at first base and back safely, Exton Jr. with a head first dive. He gets an, a little bit larger of a lead this time. The 1-1 as Moore sets and deals. Fouled off to the netting, 1-2 and two to Metter. On deck, it is Grant Mullins, the center fielder. He'll bat, barring a double play. North County with two outs in the season. As Moore sets the one-two inside. Ooh, and that nearly got a piece of better. And that's one if you're the, the dugout, you want him to wear it. Yeah. Two and two. It's one of those where it's like, come on, just let it hit you. That's what you're hoping for if you're a North County fan. Just reach base however you can. The two-two for Moore. 
Strike three on the inside part of the plate. Back-to-back strikeouts and both batters down looking. Two outs and Grant Mullins, the final hope for the Raiders. Metter just didn't look comfortable at the end of that at-bat. I mean, that pitch on the inside part of the plate was definitely over the plate, but Metter backed up as if it was going to hit him. I think just getting a new look from Nate Moore has kind of thrown him a little off-kilter. And that'll bring up another lefty, Grant Mullins. Two outs in the inning. The first pitch to him, high for a ball. Festus trying to get the final out and move on to face the host club Windsor in the championship game on Monday. Short lead for Exton Jr. at first. The 1-0. Outside, two balls, no strikes. No point in being super aggressive over at first base. You don't want to see your season come to a close being picked off at first base. So a 2-0 count as Nate Moore works from the stretch and comes set. The pitch. Taken at the knees. That one just missed low. 3-0 to Grant Mullins. And Cooper Kikek, another senior in the lineup, on deck. That'll put some good speed on the base paths as well. Mullins, Exton Jr., Kikek do up. The 3-0 and a get-me-over strike right down the middle. Make it 3-1. and one. No chance in a seven-run game that anybody has the green light in that situation. As Moore works into the set, the 3-1. Strike two called at the hands. Mullins didn't like it, 3-2. and two. And now North County down to their final strike in their season. Moore working quickly, comes set. Over there at first, Sexton Jr. takes a step back. The pitch, high and outside, ball four, and Cooper Kikak will get another at-bat, possibly the last for him as a Raider. Two on, two outs. Maybe not even just the last for him as a Raider, but the end of an era with the final Kikak of the Kikak siblings to come through. Meeting at the mounds, and one of the assistant coaches coming out to have a chat with Nate Moore and Tyler Bizzle, the catcher, as the right side of the infields. Starting to make their way into the conversation. Now they're just the corners will come in as Jeremiah Cunningham backs off to go chat with Hayden Bates. Mason Shermer joins the conversation. And Brady Montgomery joins the Zoom meeting on the mound as well. You talk about the end of an era with the Kikex. My freshman year was uh, the oldest. Courtney. Courtney Kikex, her final year at North County. My senior year was the first year that, uh, or the second year that Carson Kikek was there, mm-hmm. or the third year rather, my sophomore year was the first year he was there, then the year after I graduated, Carter Kikek. Yeah. So a long, long... I, I've been able to see all but Courtney. I made it out here at the end of that basketball season, and the spring was the first season I got to experience out here in the parkland, but you know, getting to see Carson and Carter and now Cooper Kikek, it's been fun watching you know, the Kikek siblings come through for North County, and Cooper hoping to keep it alive just a little bit longer if he can. The 1-0, grounder up the middle. That'll hop past the pitcher and right there to play it. Hayden Bates, and he steps on second, and that will do it. And uh, Windsor will face Festus as the Tigers move on and end the season of the North County Raiders. 7-0, the final score as Festus improves their record to 23-8. North County ends the season 
the final score and the end of an era at North County and the end of their season as we head to the Bill Best American Family Insurance postgame show coming up on KFMO.